Did you know the previous name for wireless internet was IEEE 802.11b before it was named Wi-Fi? Hi, Balsamas! Episode 11! Ooh, welcome! I hope you all are good. My goodness, I'm tired. Hey, hey, hey. I have had a really, 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 really busy week, which I walked right into after such an intense Easter weekend, spending time with family, friends, gigs. It was just a lot of, a lot of energy, excuse me. And um, I've been trying to just make up for the sleep I didn't get and also just to rest from straining my body. I'm really not that kind of person I, I, who would like, um, how would I say this? I think, to be honest, it's not even a matter of my faith or my job. I don't really think I would, I'm the kind of person to club and party. <laughs> I don't have that energy. I cannot handle it. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So this weekend, I spent time with my family. Then I went to Shin City, which was really, really exciting. And that is a very key reason why I fell back on my sleep schedule. Because, my goodness, we were leaving the place at, what, like almost 2 a.m. And then the next day, I was performing at a concert, which was also so energetic. Too energetic. Goodness. And I think it's also been a while since I was in such a space. So I really exerted myself. Um, that's Cheza Gospel by Moji. So it was such a power pack weekend and I really enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed your Easter weekend as much as I did. And um, please, as you listen to this podcast, you can share it with a friend. Remember to subscribe if you haven't on whatever platform you're listening. Leave a comment, leave a review. And also, it would be so nice if you would screenshot while you're listening to the episode and just tag me on Instagram at Laura. That would be so epic. So today, I'm, I'm hoping to make this a short and sweet episode. I just want to share with you some random and popular opinions that I hold. Why? I don't know. I just feel like sharing <laughs> for the fun of conversation um, because, and I guess this is a good disclaimer that, you know, at the end of the day, the word, the key word here is that they are opinions. So opinions can change over time and also opinions are not, you know, truths, truths, truths that everybody should live by. This is just things I believe, things I hold on to, things I, and some of them are just quirky. Some of them are random. Some of them are weird. Some of them are like too serious for life so yeah you just listening and uh, you can tell me which one you relate with but i'd also really 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 love to hear some of yours so i guess i should slide right into it and share with you my first few ones are about food <laughs> so i feel okay i feel that ketchup should always be on the side like you can't have such nice looking fries, home fries or saute potatoes or whatever it is. Also assuming that you only do ketchup with potatoes because if you do ketchup with other things, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't talk to you. You're, you're weird. So ketchup should be on the side. Then you take your potatoes, you dip, dip. Then 
you eat. I also think that burgers, burgers are chaotic. Burgers should have, should either come naked with the, so let's say you're having mama burgers, which are really nice. Then you ask for the mango, it's called mango what? That's the best burger on, on their menu. It should come with like the burger itself and then now the things, the other things, and my vegetables and my mango sauce and da-da-da. And maybe just one bun at the bottom. Like the whole idea of a bun at the top bun, it's just too bulky. It's just too busy. It's just a lot. It's just chaotic. Like I need to just eat bila stress, you know? So that's my feeling about burgers and that is the reason why you will rarely ever find me ordering a burger especially not on a date. <laughs> I think too that um, there's something very, very underrated and that's African vegetables. I'm talking, okay, kunde, kunde, they, they, I, I think when kunde is not very old, when the leaves are a bit young, it's tastier because there's some kunde that can be so curly and kunde also has a weird chewy chewy vibe that i don't really enjoy but i really really love traditional vegetables my goodness managu and there's a kissy one called chinsaga chinsaga can also be so kali so there's techniques also mrenda okra is not i don't think okra is an african vegetable but goodness i love it african vegetables are underrated underrated i cannot say it enough you know, also one thing that's very, very wrong about food, or rather that people do, what is it with raisins? Because raisins, okay, first of all, why do raisins exist? I don't get it. But anyway, even if you insist that raisins should exist, sour, but you just leave them in salads. I completely don't get why we need raisins in cake. I completely don't get why we need raisins in chocolate, my friends. Just... Just eat raisins in salads, but if you have to. And then now me, I'll just take the salad. Okay, there's this carrot, carrot salad with raisins that's not too bad. I do, there's a way they do it. I don't, I don't really mind the raisins in there. But also, I just, I'm just glad when I have the option of just pushing them out of my plate, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I just don't get the deal with raisins. And on that same note, that's the reason why I completely dislike fruitcake. And I think you all torture us with fruitcake at your weddings. You don't love us. With your, you bear your guests. We've come to your wedding. You serve us fruitcake. Hey. Anyway, moving away from food. <laughs> I think that happiness is definitely an inside job. But friends, man, I think money can also buy happiness. So why I began by saying that I think it's an inside job is because there's definitely people who have money. There's definitely opportunities to make a lot of money. And you, yeah, you can have money. But um, if you're not doing the intentional work in your life to be a happy person, then the money isn't doing it for you. But what I mean by money can buy happiness is let's be honest, guys. There, there are some opportunities that you can only access through money. Either money or you know a person with money <laughs> or you're attached to a person with money. You know, I just think um, when it comes to buying experiences, for example, like let's say you want to travel the world and 
um of course traveling the world is likely going to make you happy yeah but how are you going to travel the world how you need money you know also just to throw a spanner in the works or some mood to this fire i've been having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were just he really enlightened me on the essence of money in relationships he even he made me see it in a way i never really have and now that i'm talking about it i think we should do an episode on that soon and hopefully i can even have him on on the podcast to talk about that uh cuz yeah as we were talking about it i really saw that indeed money is money makes relationships easier because first of all if both of you are making money there's an auto hey, i'm already getting right into it but yeah there's an autonomy where there's no dependence really on the one person who has the money to to carry the weight of certain things but also again you're able to buy experiences with the money that you have so for me i think yes it's an inside job however money can also buy happiness over to another point i think this one is a little a little <laughs> controversial i'd say but ah it's my podcast we vibe so i think that this is now when it comes to drinking and drinking alcohol specifically and um i guess other drugs <laughs> uh which for me i'm not really for like other drugs especially of course of course now these there there drugs that of course now are illegal like yeah they illegal we know we should not even be talking about those but uh weed is also a drug <laughs> so okay it's an illegal drug but it's pretty common and vaping and things like those but all the same i have a personal view out of experience um you know both personally and also just having people in my life friends and family who drink and indulge <clears throat> i think that moderation is so important and for me by the way i think i've come to see that moderation is one of my ultimate values in life like i just think that everything in life should be done to certain extents um i don't know what's going on with my voice today pardon me it should be done to certain extents everything should have there should be a balance so my opinion here is that over intoxication takes away takes you away from the present moment i don't i don't i completely do not usually get the point of like drinking till you're so drunk that you can't um talk that you can't if you guys are playing games you can't play games if 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 um you guys are at a certain place or you're taking a drive you can't really experience everything that's happening um yeah i just think over intoxication and like being too high being too drunk takes you away from the present moment and the fullness of the experience i think that there's a certain level of high that you know i guess has you feeling good but you're still with us <laughs> you know and for me that's where i like it however i know that this um comes at a risk of sounding very judgmental no i i am completely no 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 everybody you you do you and i think we should all know our limits at the end of the day this is just my personal view and i guess um it just basically informs how i go about things for me i just don't see the point of overdoing it uh, you know like some even even with my my friends i try to keep them 
staying with me and with the you know with the activity and everything so yeah that's just that's just a controversial point that you know whatever i'll just shared it um but i hope you've gotten what i mean yeah just staying in that balance i guess for me that's more essential because it keeps you in the experience the rest just either ruins the night either for you or for everyone or you won't remember anything i don't know for me i just don't get the point of all that and that's why it's not we i guess my thing um i think androids for the win my guys because you know what i just i just don't me personally myself i'm not for making my life more difficult by not being able to get a charger where there are so many people uh, not being able to send a, a document from one device to another via bluetooth because ah, androids for the win <laughs> i think also this is a very it's one that's pretty close to my heart i think that we we as human beings are subject to a lot of conditioning and we do a lot of things because we subconsciously think that it's what we're expected to do or we do things because we've been conditioned to know or see that it's what we're supposed to do so very few of us are really courageous enough and strong enough to live the life we truly want or desire forget even about the life we truly want and desire we are, we are not even courageous enough to find out the life we truly want because it's already been told to us that you are x you should do x you are you are this tribe this is how we roll you know this religion this is how we roll you know like we don't really put that energy and effort into understanding the depths of who we are for ourselves i think and so many of us now do things out of conditioning and of course somewhere along the way you'll probably get into that space and then you will start to feel like some things in your life are inauthentic because you didn't do them from your best self so if i can take an example um let's say how we go about marriage how we go about weddings and everything sometimes you see people stress out a lot and i'm like are you are you are you having to burden yourself with this because you actually want to do this or because you think the rest of us expect you to do this you know um how we go about maybe even kids i don't know i'm not there so i don't know but i think it's easy to i feel like many of us are not present in our own experience we are subject to conditioning and i say that also because i'm learning that for myself in my own life and i'm seeing how and yeah it's not very easy to move away from the status quo and do your own thing it takes a lot of courage and it makes sense why not many people are actually taking that step because it takes a lot of courage so many people are ending up just doing the kawaida the expected yeah so i think i just think most of us are not brave enough to go for the life we truly want and yeah this is also just a call to action that yeah go for the life you truly want in fact be brave enough to go deeper into who you really are what you truly want and go for what you truly want 
And before I segue into health check, one last one I can say is, I think that both love is. Um, <laughs> I think that love is both a somewhat deeply involuntary feeling and a choice. Now, me, I just think that this love thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and my experience, but I feel I'm saying an involuntary involuntary feeling because honestly, I feel like our heart goes ahead of us when it comes to love. There's something about like real deep love that, hey, mm-mm. it's your heart goes way ahead of you and the rest of you aims to catch up with that. <laughs> um, but I think it's also a choice. So I think once your heart has gone ahead of you and chosen a certain person or rather uh, gravitated towards a certain person, then now it becomes a daily choice of loving this person in the little moments, in the little activities and the little processes and the little experiences you guys will have together curating a life of your own imprinting on each other uh what you desire of each other as partners etc like it's such i think love is a very simple thing it's the it's the functionality of it that's very difficult but love in itself as a feeling, it's such an easy, simple thing. So I think it's both a feeling and a choice. And with that, health check. Welcome to Health Check with me, your personal nutritionist, just checking on you. And today I want to share with you a frequently asked questions question and this is about whether you need multivitamins and other supplements what is the place for supplements when it comes to our health now hear me supplements are not compulsory supplements are not i want to use the word essential but i want to be really careful with that um let me explain and i think you'll be able to get me once i do Unless there is an evident deficiency that has been noted either either by going to your doctor and getting tests done, uh, supplements are not compulsory. So unless you've had your routine checkup and your doctor notes that, hey, your iron levels are low, your calcium levels are low, etc., then supplements are not compulsory for you. How it is is that what if you are observing a healthy diet, a healthy and balanced diet as an individual in your day-to-day life, you're very intentional about your diet, you're eating your three meals a day, you're just basically doing it right with your diet. Ideally, a healthy, well-balanced diet is enough to give you what you need on a daily basis, especially considering that micronutrients are needed in your body in trace amounts. You remember we talked about macronutrients, micronutrients in previous episodes, and should you not have gotten that, you can go back to the previous episodes and you'll you get a lot that we shared on this um, segment of the podcast. So... Micronutrients are not needed in the same level as macronutrients. So micronutrients, let's say, for example, the iron, the calcium, the selenium, potassium, um, all those things, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, K, all those, they're not needed in such huge amounts. So if you're doing, at the end of the day, if you're doing your diet properly, then you're able to ideally just get what you need. Another thing that I can say, another group of people that I can say 
would need supplements is people who, for example, have certain intolerances and allergies that make them not be able to eat a particular kind of food at all, at all, at all. So, for example, you don't eat any citrus fruits, maybe because you have hyperacidity. You don't eat, um, what else has vitamin C or cabbage? Um, you would need vitamin C supplements, at least on a daily. Those are common also because, and, and of course, with the COVID craze vitamin, craze, vitamin C became, oh my God, vitamin C, everybody take vitamin C. It's okay. It's okay. However, this doesn't mean that you can't get your vitamin C from your daily diet intake, dietary intake. And of course, I want, as I say this, I want you to remember again the sources of micronutrients that we talked about. Your vegetables and your fruits will give you a good number of the micronutrients, but also things like iron and all are found in meat and everything. Another category of people who need to look into uh, supplements are vegetarians because you're not going to get your B vitamins and certain other um, small, small minerals and vitamins that are only found in meat. But usually that's not, there are alternatives. There are alternatives to meat. So if you're taking the alternatives, then well, that should be okay. And we can talk about veganism and vegetarian life later on and the adjustments that, you know, those would take and the impact it can have on your health, positively or negatively. So as you've heard, really uh, supplements are not compulsory unless there's reason to. So... The best thing would be to consult with your doctor, get a test done if you'd like to just know how your levels are, how your body is doing, and then you can be able to know what really you would need. Iron, for example, it would be a good supplement for someone who has probably just had a really serious accident and lost a lot of blood. For women who have gone through, if you've gone through a miscarriage or like really heavy periods for a season and you feel like your blood count is low, you're getting anemic, of course we're going to give you iron supplements. But generally, supplements are not compulsory. I think I want to share this. It's important for me to share this also because supplements are pretty expensive. And I personally would want to get people to see that healthy living is not as expensive as, as it's sometimes meant to be. Of course, pharmaceutical companies will want to sell it to you and make you see that you really, really need this thing. Not that you don't need it. However, it's not, you're just fine without it. But we will make you think that you really, really, really need it. Yani you're, you're, you're completely lacking in it. You're deficient. Oh my God, you're going to, it's going to help you with this and that and the other. So unless you need it, you are not obliged to take your supplements. But they are good. They're definitely okay if you are an opportunity to get them. But also, a uh, good point to note also, as with everything, there can be extremes. You don't want to overload your body with certain minerals and vitamins. It can lead to vitamin vitamin toxicity, which is pretty rare, but, you know, you don't need to overdo it. So I hope you've picked something from this. All right, and moving on with this... Um, I believe that some things are really just the way they are and we waste energy arguing about them. <laughs> and with this point, I think this is just a part of me that feels like as human beings, we like to challenge everything. 
And of course, there are certain personalities that will challenge things a lot more than others. All the same, I think some things, and I, I don't know, it's unfortunate that I don't even have an example for what I'm trying to say, but let me just share this. Yeah, I just feel like half of the arguments we have in life are unnecessary. <laughs> it's the way it is. Move on. It's fine. Like, we can't argue with everything. We can't try to fix and solve everything. And I guess this is just the part of me that sometimes just feels like we will spend a lot of energy trying to fix something and forget to leave trying to just prove our point and you know so yeah i just really think that something is just the way they are and acceptance acceptance is a good thing <laughs> it's a healthy thing it's a balanced thing um this one is also an interesting one because i don't want to to talk about this as though i am not cognizant of my privileges and how sometimes and how unfortunately even in this time and age education is still a privilege if i can say especially a higher education like going to campus and everything so my point is that disclaimer laid that um i think there's something invaluable about the traditional education system I think going to school is actually important. I don't think that going to school that 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 um I'm not I, I'm completely in agreement with the fact that you can make a, a whole career out any from just the basic, you know, you've probably done your primary your high school, you haven't done a course on anything and you are successful in your career so there's definitely a place place for that which i completely agree what i'm trying to say is i think that traditional education to whatever level has a place in the sense that it there's a way it shapes us at our core that i think is very invaluable and depending on the career path that you're looking to get into then it become it can become very essential because i can see how in in some things, it's, it can be a matter of your talent, your abilities, your areas of gifting. But also, for me, I really encourage people that if you can do something in line in, in your line of work, because nowadays we have so many opportunities, opportunities to learn even online. I mean, go forth and learn. There's something to it that opens your mind beyond um, what you can think sometimes in your own cocoon. And there's something to eat that also shapes us character-wise and in our ways of thinking. So, yeah, I am for that traditional system. I think it's fairly pretty good. So now, I really hate the bitch. I really, really dislike the bitch. I think the bitch is for vibes. Vibes, sunset, sunrise, you know, the waves on your feet, the sand between your toes yes the beach is for all that not for swimming catch me dead swimming in the beach and doing that ever again so me <laughs> for me i think it's coming from a place of one uh just really really i dislike the idea that i can't swim freely in the beach because i can't open my eyes so i can't see where i'm going 
um, it's too salty. And then when the water gets to you, even close to your mouth, oh God, it's so disgusting. Then the beach, of course, is dirty. There's that too. Of course, the swimming pool is also a bit dirty. But yeah, at least we get the illusion, illusion that it's not. But also, I have trauma. <laughs> because I have ever been shot by a shellfish. Jellyfish, actually. Sorry. Jellyfish. Kitambo. In the beach. Those two tiny ones, not the very big one. So... Me, when I feel the seaweed on my body and everything, I just, I don't like it. So no, no, no. The beach is for vibes, not for swimming. I also think that PDA is actually sweet. I think public display of affection is sweet. Um, personally, very shy. I'm not, yes, I'm personally very shy. Um, but I think little tiny bits of it are sweet. Not the get a room kind of PDA. Of course, now that's honestly uncomfortable and a bit selfish, you know. Like, it's almost like you're not considering that there are people around you. But just a tiny little hand holding and a little peck on the cheek. And kind of stuff. I think PDA is sweet. <laughs> um, I'm almost coming to the end. And I think, hmm, this point is pretty... I think that staying friends or cordial with your ex is actually okay. It's actually healthy. I don't know. For me, I just... Um, there's, definitely, there's definitely a line. There's definitely a place where you'd be like, okay, now this is too much. And of course, these people have history. Um, these levels that can be uncomfortable for your next partner or your current partner or the people around you or that person's partner. But I think we have this one life to meet people and interact and go through experiences with people. And I know that, of course, with this love thing, things can be so murky, things can be so terrible. But I think if it's possible somewhere along the way for a chance to shake off the bad energy and the hatred and the everything and just be cordial. And this is what I mean by cordial. I mean, you guys are not... If anything, I don't, I don't expect you to be... Okay, I don't think it's very... This is now the point it becomes extreme when you're talking to your ex every day and things like that. No, that's not what I mean. But cordial means that if you were to bump into each other at a boardroom somewhere, it wouldn't be now like super, super awkward and tense and everything. So I say this also knowing that sometimes it takes a lot of time be before exes can get such a place. Of course, because there's a lot of healing that needs to happen in between. But I just think if that would be the aim, then that's the healthier thing to do rather than complete, complete, complete hatred. I don't know. I just think... I know there are extremes. As I say this, I know there are extremes. I know that there are situations where like your ex has done such a gruesome, gruesome thing. There are situations where people kill their own kids or like really, really beat each other to death and stuff. But if it's just other normal ones, I think it's healthy to be cordial. Keyword cordial. Maybe I should eliminate friends because now friends can mean a lot of things. But I think cordial, cordial. 
I think we should text in full words and use appropriate punctuation. And we should use emojis and GIFs. Liani, text with your soul. Text with your soul. Let me feel your energy and know that you really want to talk to me and feel the emotion in what you're trying to say. Yes. And text in full. I shall not expound. <laughs> um... I think that simplicity is the highest form of sophistication. For me, I I don't necessarily think that your your liabilities should match your money, especially your liabilities. Your car, shoes, your clothes. Okay, hear me though. Quality, yes, and look good. But look good doesn't mean wear expensive or drive expensive so by all means um people should enjoy their money eat that money eat that money uh so if it tickles your fancy to get a really really expensive car and you can afford it why not but for me i think that um there's no pressure to do that like simplicity is for me, simplicity is a highest form of sophistication, basically, is what I'm saying. I think that um, this is another one for relationships. I think that um, friendships, healthy friendships of the opposite gender are important, even while you're in a relationship. Healthy friendships, healthy friendships with good, clear boundaries. And if possible, um, this friends, it's good for your partner to know your friends. But... What I mean is like healthy individual friendships. Like you guys don't have to share all your friends and everything. I think if you have your individual friendships here and there of just people of the opposite gender who you vibe with Vizuri, you have clear boundaries, even them they're in relationships, they don't have to all the same. I mean, I think it's healthy because one, I feel like we give unfaithfulness too much power because if someone is going to cheat on you, they will. And that will not depend on whether they... Any, there's nothing you can do. They are full-grown adults. They will do what they want to do. We give it too much power. And by the time you cannot trust your partner with friends of the opposite gender, then there's probably no reason to be there. There's no trust. Um, so I think we give unfaithfulness too much power at the expense of healthy relationships and trust and general personal wholeness because I feel like these friendships are important for personal wholeness and personal growth. And my last two, I think that in a way we all settle. <laughs> in life, I think in a way we all settle. I think in a way we all... Because perfection is... Realistically, perfection is pretty much unattainable. There's nothing like a perfect partner, a perfect house, a perfect car, a perfect job. In a way, we all settle. We all just come to a place where you say, here with what I have, this is what I'll, I'll go with. I like it. I'm comfortable with it. And I can work with this. Because if we are to wait for our ideal or work for our ideal, we're going to work forever. So, no. And making peace with that for me really just helped me ease up on a lot of things. And lastly, okay, I love surprise parties. I've had a few myself. And I think surprise parties are really nice. But I think they can be easily the most awkward thing. <laughs> 
So I'd, I'd say my, my opinion here is that as best as possible, if you're the one organizing the party, find out if the person would be into it. And if so, do your best to curate it to their liking. So first of all, if it's if you're able to just have a, if this is the first time you're doing a surprise party for someone, I think it's best to know if this is the kind of person who would enjoy a surprise party or like something of that sort. And if they wouldn't mind it, do your best to curate it to their liking. Uh, and by curate it, I mean invite people this person genuinely would want to have at their party. Um, there's nothing more awkward than your birthday party. Let's say you're turning 26. You turn 26 only once. And then someone throws you a birthday party. And then there's this one person or two people at the party. And you're just like, oh my God, why are they at my private personal part birthday party? So... As best as you want to create, you can rather create it, curate it to their liking. If it's a colors, if it's location, if it's a kind of activity, you don't want to take someone hiking who barely even, you know, would do anything of that sort. So I'm all for surprise parties, but I'm also like, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So as best as possible, just try to, the person who's planning, try to curate it to, the person's liking as best as possible and that brings me to think about how chaotic baby showers and bridal showers can be sometimes story for another day but have you ever been in a whatsapp group <laughs> you guys are doing a baby shower for a friend and then there's like this person who's like the queen bee of this shower who's like the one who apparently knows this person more than all of you and is probably really just hogging all the ideas and tramping on all of you Anyway, that's just a segment. With this, it's the end of the episode. I I could have done WWLD, but I forgot to prepare for it. I forgot to check my DMs and look for the questions <laughs> that have been sent in, if there are any. So imagine just like that, we're going to skip. <laughs> and it's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm truly happy that you did. Adios. Adios.